The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. What you see is what you become. If you don't see it, you can't become it. So God said, let us make man in our own image. Do you know what that means? To be made in God's image is to be like God. It's technically to be like God. Now, if you go to a Mercedes-Benz showroom now, or let's say if you go to a Mercedes-Benz manufacturing uh, 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 shop, you will see the first car made. They will first design it. And then once they design it, they will test it. And if it works, they will produce after its kind. Well, are you ready for the word? All right, okay. Today, I have so much to give you, but I have a very limited time. So let's see how far we can take this in Jesus' name. Turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 28. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Genesis, for your information, is in the Old Testament. It is the first book of the Bible. It's not technically the first book of the Bible. The book of Job is the oldest book for your information. But in terms of arrangement, Genesis is the first book in the Bible. So Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28 I read. The Bible says that and God said. Somebody say and God said. Or say it like you mean it. Say, and God said. And God said. It was not the devil who said. Who said? God. It's not the prime minister who said. Who said? God. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. Please sit down. Please. A, a, a church that is alive is a church that have babies crying in it. So we want more babies. Amen. Hallelujah. So God said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let them have dominion. Please underline that word, dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Verse 28, and God said, and God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Amen. I'm preaching today on a message I have titled, The Dominion Mandate. 
the dominion mandate. Please understand that when God made you and I, he had an intention in mind. Like I've always said, God's word is programmed with God's intentions. God's word is programmed with good, good things and good gifts. The Bible tells us in the book of James chapter 1 verse 17 that every good thing and every perfect thing comes from above, comes from God. So that means God programs his word with good things or perfect things. And we can summarize it by saying God always has good intentions for us. That's why God never created the cows or the lions in his image. He made you and I in his own image after his own likeness. Why? So that we can behave like God here on earth. So quick question we want to ask is what does it mean to have dominion? What does the word dominion mean? To have dominion is simply, is simply to have control, authority, or sovereignty over a thing, place, or subject. To have dominion is to have control, authority, or sovereignty over a thing, a place, or a subject. Notice we are not supposed to have dominion over human beings. We are supposed to have dominion over, over a, a thing, a place, or a subject. So it's so important for us to understand who we have been made to be irrespective of your circumstances, your challenges. You were made by God to have dominion. You were made by God to take absolute dominion here on earth. And without any shadow of doubt, I know that this month you will have dominion. Amen. I said this month you will have dominion Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. So the scripture we read from Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 28. So the Bible says, and God said... Let us make man in our own image. Remember 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. It says we all with an unveiled face, with an open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Amen. So that means what you behold is what you become. Are you following me? This is so key. What you see is what you become. What you see is what you become. If you don't see it, you can't become it. So God said, let us make man in our own image. Do you know what that means? To be made in God's image is to be like God. It's technically to be like God. Now, if you go to a Mercedes-Benz um, showroom now, 
Or let's say if you go to a Mercedes-Benz manufacturing uh, 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 shop, you will see the first car made. They will first design it. And then once they design it, they will test it. And if it works, they will produce after its kind. Are you following me? Yeah. So what happens is they will design one. When it works, they will produce after its kind. So for instance, if they design a Mercedes-Benz C-Class, Somebody is saying amen. amen. <laughs> so, when they design a Mercedes Benz C class, they'll test it. They'll crash it against uh, things to see how, how it will cope in, in, in an accident. They'll speed test it. It'll go so fast, they'll drive, you know, squeeze it, whatever. They, they'll do everything to it. Once they have done all that and they see that it works, guess what? They produce after its kind. Are you following this? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, when God, in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3, we won't go further. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form or void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the waters. Right? Verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And what happened? And what happened? So now, this introduces us to who God is and what God can do. It introduces us to the first God, to the first Mercedes-Benz C-Class or S-Class manufactured. It introduces us to how God behaves, how God thinks, and how God can make things out of nothing. So God said, oh, now I'm working all right, but it's not enough for me just to have this success. I want to replicate myself here on earth. I want to replicate myself here on earth so man can behave just like me. That's why Genesis 1.26, God said, let us make man in our own image. The image God was talking about is not what we see now. It's not your nice faces you've put makeups on or your nice hair that you No, no, this is not you this is not the image. The image God is talking about is the spirit image. Remember Jesus said John chapter 4 verse 24 Jesus said God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him what? In spirit and in truth. So guess what? You are first and foremost a spirit being. You have a soul. 
and you live in a body. Are you following what I'm saying? This body is not you. Because without the spirit, you are lifeless. That's why Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible says that after God said in Genesis 1.26, let us make man in our own image. Genesis 2.7, the Bible says that and God formed man out of the dust of the ground and God breathed into man the breath of life, the ruach. The DNA of God. The same God. The same spirit. It's not a different spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. The Bible says that the same spirit. The same spirit. That resurrected Christ from the dead. Is in you. Help them to understand. The same spirit. That the grave could not hold captive. It's operating inside of you. So how can you say you are sick? Because the spirit being can't be sick. I like the testimony. My wife said, she said she had that pain. Went to the lounge and, and said, Christ cannot be sick. If I am in Jesus, I cannot be sick. I was snoring somewhere in heavenly places. Glory be to God. Are you following what I'm saying? You have to understand who you are in Christ. You see, what the church of this day doesn't know is we don't know who we are. We have an identity crisis. We don't know who we are. And once you don't know who you are, everything is messed up. The battle we are fighting now is a battle for identity. It's a battle for identity. God made us in his image. The devil wants to twist that, that image. Have you noticed in this country, the only age you are permitted to vote is when you are 18 years old. Right? Right? The only age you are permitted to have a driver's license is when you are how old? How old? You're not sure. 16. Are you sure? 16 is provisional. 18 is, is proper license. Are you sure? Okay, those of you who had your license at 16, then that's it. Now, you are not permitted to vote until that age. You are not permitted to have license until that age. But they are allowing children as young as six to decide what sex they want to be. It's, it's an identity issue. How can a child six year old make a lifetime decision that will impact them for life? And you say it's their right. Yet you cannot leave a six year old to go to school all by themselves. Can you see the double standards? Can you see the double standards? Are you following what I'm saying? So the issue is, is an issue to do with image. The devil is fighting the image of God. 
You remember when he came to Adam and Eve, he said, did God say you should not? When he came to Jesus, did God say, the devil will always question your identity. Did God say you are a man? I'm a man. Did God say you are a woman? I'm a woman. I don't need to, I don't need to argue about this. Are you following what I'm saying? I saw recently on TV a nine-year-old boy, girl, girl boy. He said, oh, um, I decided to change and my parents allowed me. I wanted to do it. And, you know, what, what sort of confusion is that? At age nine, at age six, they cannot go to school by themselves. They cannot cross the road. They cannot make sound judgment by just even crossing the road alone by themselves. What sort of double standard is that? And the church is quiet. We say, oh, it's, it's their life. No, it's us. It's us. It's time to defend our portion. I said it's time to defend our portion in the name of Jesus. So God said, let us make man in our own image so that man can have the same level of success we have had. And so after our likeness, and let them have what? Dominion. Let them have what? Dominion. Notice where they are supposed to have dominion. Three areas. Number one, dominion over the air or the fish of the sea. Number two, dominion over the fowl of the air. Number three, dominion over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So, there are three areas that God wants us to have dominion in. Number one, over the sea. Number two, number three. Okay, let's do it properly. There are three areas that God wants us to have dominion over. Number one, over the sea. Number two, over the earth. Number three, over the earth. Now, the number one, C has to do with salt and preservation. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the salt, not you are going to be, you are the salt of the earth. Number two, it says, have dominion over the birds of the air. The air represents light and light represents influence, influence. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Number three area we are supposed to have dominion over is dominion over the earth. In other words, God wants us to own things, ownership, buildings, lands, etc., etc. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 15, God said to Abraham, lift up your eyes from where you are after after Lot had departed from him and said, as far as your eyes can see, I'll give it to you. Can you see it? If you can see it, God will give it to you. I said, if you can see it, God will give it to you. So let's quickly look at how is it possible to be able to have dominion over the sea? Because everything God tells us to do, he has already done it. 
Did you hear that? Everything God tells you to do, he's already done it. So it makes it easier for you to be able to do it. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 23 to 27. We're looking at dominion over the sea. Dominion over the sea. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 23 to 27. You remember this scripture, the background is after Jesus had fed 5,000, he said to his disciples, let us go to the other side. And on their way, there was a storm. Remember, there was a storm. So from verse 23, the Bible says that, and when he had entered into the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea. In so much that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. I love this. I love this. I love this. This is so powerful. Now, in other scriptures, just before this verse, Jesus was telling his disciples, leave the dead to bury the dead. And he said, come follow me. Those of you who love funerals, you'll go to funeral of our church. Oh, that's good stuff. You choose funeral of a church. Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. So now Jesus has just made a radical statement and his disciples follows him. And guess the next thing they encountered was a storm. Somehow we say, if I had buried my father and mother, I wouldn't be encountering this storm. But you see, every time God tells you, let's go to the other side, in between, there is a storm. The storm only comes to prove what God has told you previously. I don't know where you are, but God has already told you Go to the other side. It doesn't matter the storms you are going through. I've come to announce to you, you will get to the other side. I said you will get to the other side. It might be a storm of death. It might be a storm of depression. It might be a storm of of confusion, frustration, depression, all kinds of storm. It might be a storm of joblessness. It might be a storm that your house is just about to be possessed. I don't know where you are, but I have good news for you. You will get to the other side. I said you will get to the other side. Because you know what? The one who said let's go to the other side, his word is more sure. His word is more sure than that storm you are going through. Your marriage might be going through a storm. I've come to announce to you very soon, honey is coming out of that storm. Very soon, joy is coming out of that storm. In the name of Jesus. But I love Jesus' attitude towards the storm. The Bible says that in the midst of the storm and the waves, Jesus was asleep. Jesus might have known something about the word of God that he did not allow his present, his prevailing circumstances to affect where he is going. That's what the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. It says we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let's release our faith this morning. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by and not by 
We walk by and not by 1 Corinthians 5, 17. We walk by faith and not by sight. So irrespective of what's going on around you, you don't look at what's going on around you because it's just a matter of time. I said it's just a matter of time. That's why Jesus was sleeping in the storm. Peter was put into prison. Chain four quantoniums of soldiers. The Bible says the church was praying for him. And Peter was sleeping. <laughs> Peter was sleeping. Do you know what it means to sleep? It means to rest. I release the grace to rest upon you. You see, some of you worry too much. You worry about things you can't change. Jesus was sleeping in the midst of the storm. I don't know what storm is coming into this nation. I don't know what storm is coming into this continent. But it will not affect you. I said it will not touch you. Because we have an assurance. We have Jesus in our boat. And because he's in our boat, we can face tomorrow. So Jesus was asleep. And look at his disciples, 25 of Matthew chapter 8. The Bible says, and his disciples came to him and awoke him saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Be careful what you give voice to. Be careful what you give voice to. How can you say you are perishing when you are with the Savior? He said, Lord, save us. No, you cannot perish. The scriptures are clear. I cannot die. Believe to declare the glory of the Lord. That's why I love the testimony our sister shared last week, Sunday. A major accident was about to hit her, but the angels were present to deliver her. The prophetic word over this ministry is that no one will die through an accident. It doesn't matter. The Bible says that only with your eyes will you see it. It will not come near you. Hallelujah. Jesus was asleep. His disciples came to him and awoke him and said, Lord, save us, we perish. Verse 26, the Bible says that he said unto them, why are you so fearful? You see, the absence of faith is fear. How do you know you have faith? Check the way you behave when there is crisis. When there is crisis, And all you're doing is, oh, who is going to save us? Oh, Lord, my Lord, deliver David. My Lord, deliver Daniel. My Lord, deliver me. (laughs) Oh, Lord, you delivered Daniel in the Daniel's den. Lord, deliver me. That's a cry of fear. Have you noticed most of our prayers are fear-oriented? We are praying and crying. 
God is looking at it. He says, I've already done it. I've given you the power. I've given you dominion. To have dominion. Why are you crying? People who have dominion don't cry. Know what you have been given to you. You are crying and say, oh Lord, when are you going to help me? Oh, when is this sickness going to go? He said, you have the power. I've given you power to cast out serpents and scorpions to tread upon them. He said, I've given you the power to heal. What are you doing with that power? Jesus said, O ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm. Every storm in your life, I rebuke it now. Every negative wind in your life blowing against you, I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. I love verse 27. Verse 27 is key. The Bible says that, but the men marveled, saying, what manner of man is this? That even, even the winds and the sea obey him. Somebody said dominion over the sea. Or oh, say it again, say dominion over the sea. You see, when you have dominion, things obey you. Amen. The thick tree will obey you. Amen. There was a testimony on Thursday that during last week's service, somebody was believing for their car to pass MOC teed, and they knew the car would not pass MOT. And they said, well, pastor prayed for healing <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> so this healing must start this car. This healing must touch this car. I'm telling you, we are living in a dispensation where everything will respond to the word of God. Everything will respond to the word of God. And guess what? It passed. It passed. <laughs> Things were not working on the car, but it passed her motif. He was with me many years ago. I saw, I saw something and I said, in the name of Jesus, I have this. And he was testifying not long after I had that thing. You see, the word, you, you don't know how powerful the word is. Jesus spoke to a fig tree, Mark, Mark chapter 11. He spoke to a fig tree and the fig tree responded. When you go to the cash machine, you want to withdraw money. And the cash machine says, sorry, decline. You speak to that cash machine. You say, in the name of Jesus, you will vomit my money today. Say amen to that. The cash machine says you have insufficient. He's speaking to you and you are quiet. He says, okay, insufficient. No. Speak back to it. He said, from today, you will not tell me insufficient. In Jesus' name. Did you receive it today? I don't have the time to go through the rest. Let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet.
so much to teach. Dominion over the sea, dominion over the air, and dominion over the earth. The earth has to do with ownership. There is none in this church that will be a tenant before you die. You will have properties. You will have lands in the name of Jesus. You will not die a tenant. I said you will not die a tenant. Any case of tenancy is destroyed today. You own lands. You own houses. You will not die. There are some people all their life, tenant. And yet what they are paying to the landlord is double the mortgage. Is double the mortgage. Some of you, your parents have never bought a house. All their lives, they live in, in a rented accommodation. And it's passed on to you. You are at this age and you haven't even bought. From today, that curse is destroyed. I remember the first day I had a key to my, my own house. I went to church. And I was crying. I was crying. I said, God, is this me? This was many years ago. I was crying because my father at my age never had anything. That curse is broken today. You will have dominion. I said, You will have dominion. I said, You will have dominion. I said you have dominion. Now lift up your voice and begin to pray aggressively for dominion. 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 Dominion in every area of your life. Dominion in your marriage. Dominion. 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 Dominion everywhere. Dominion academically, dominion in properties, dominion in the UK, dominion in Europe, dominion, 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 dominion in every area, in every area, in every area, dominion in your family, dominion over the air, dominion on this earth, dominion over the sea. They will say, what manner of church is this? What manner of church is this? That even the sea obeys. Even the wind obeys us. The earth will obey us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Dominion in every area. Dominion. This is our year of dominion. We will not rent for life. This church, we have our own properties. We have our own properties. We have our own properties in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293 Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.